From the protectors of the Internet, the Wisconsin Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force, it's the PKO Podcast with Carl and Dana. Welcome to the PKO Podcast, uh, sponsored by the Wisconsin Department of Justice Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force. I am Carl. I'm Dana. Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're going to go over uh, an app of the week. This week, we're going to do Whisper. Let's take a quick second. I mean, I love that intro, and I really want to make sure we're giving props to your buddy that made that intro for us. <laughs> Jeff Stone over at Jeff Stone Productions. That is pretty smooth, isn't it? <laughs> I just like the very assertive way that my name is said. <laughs> that doesn't happen too often. <laughs> Jeff Stone at Jeff Stone Productions. Uh, go to jeffstoneproductions at gmail.com if you have any voice work that needs to be done. If you're a, a group that needs a commercial done or anything like that, jeffstoneproductions at gmail.com, the person to contact. He'll get it done fast. One take is all it took for that. <laughs> it was, and it's great. Okay, so it PKO is. podcast. We are protecting kids online. We're here as your parent and guardian resource for online safety questions. Um, we are a part of the uh, Wisconsin Department of Justice Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force, and our task force um, provides uh, prevention, education, and investigative um, expertise throughout the state of Wisconsin. And as part of that, not only are we a part of it with the Wisconsin Department of Justice, we have affiliates that are out there working harder probably than we are, and I'll, I'll say that humbly, um, because they also have other duties that they do aside of the Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force. So uh, props to them for helping us out, and, and they're always willing to answer the phone and, and run to whatever we need them to do, and, and we would not survive. We would not be a task force without the affiliates that are out there Absolutely. doing work. Absolutely, yep. So thanks to them, and like I said before, we're going to go over a Whisper app this week. That's our app of the week, and Whisper is... Uh, uh, a confessional app and and all the information that we get uh, that we're displaying to you is through commonsensemedia.org uh, we got to give them props because they do a very good job at, at kind of portraying these apps and giving parents information that is really needed so if you need any information on any app that we're not covering commonsensemedia.org or if you want us to highlight some sort of app and give any personal experience on that uh, reach out to us at protectkidsonlinewi.gov. That's protectkidsonlinewi.gov. That's our website, and we'll be glad to try to help you with that. We can also take your questions. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Eventually, we're going to try to Facebook Live this, and when we can figure out that sort of technology, uh, and uh, and get this thing to you real time so you can chat us questions real time too. But getting to Whisper. So Whisper is a confessional app. What does that mean? Well, that means you're completely anonymous out there, and you post a picture that says uh, whatever you're trying to display, whether it's a picture of a girl, could be a picture of a sunset, could be a picture of, of a beach, anything you want in the background, and then you, you kind of put a little saying in front of it, like, or, or images, um, you know, the cats are gone, the mouse wants to play. Uh, so that means parents are gone, child wants to play, and that's the only thing that would be posted on that. And then predators are going to pick up on that and absolutely reach out to you or your child. Um, and, and you're diving right into this. I mean, this could be used for um, much more innocent reasons, I would guess, but this is kind of the stuff we tend to see on here. Yeah, coming from the uh, pessimistic investigator that I am, <laughs> yes. Um, you know, these are a lot of things that I see, and I always like to look at the dangerousness of it rather than the 
you know, the actual social you know, aspect of it that it was intended to be for. And there are certainly risks involved with this. So who's seeing that posting when you put that out there? Pretty much anybody that's a part of the Whisper community that's out there. Um, the, you know, there's no real sex that's shown through it. But um, when you look at the ratings on here, out of a five star, it's a four out of five star for sexual content. So that's what you're looking at with this app. Not a whole lot of violence. Not a whole lot of consumerism. Drinking, drugs, smoking, four out of five star. Sex, four out of five star. Ease of use, four out of five star. So you can see how easy it is to make a, a whisper, it's called, and post it out there and get private responses immediately. And so it's not location-based. Um, it is popularity-based, right? They get upvotes and downvotes, kind of, and then they can private message each other if they, let's say, want more information on a post, or they really like a post, or they think they like somebody who made a post, they can send a private message to that person. And each one of these apps has different things. Dana talked about up posts and down posts. Whisper uses hearts. So when something gets liked or there's a response, uh, it's called a heart. And so you can even see it's kind of sexual based. And here we go with my pessimism. <laughs> but, uh, um, it, and that's how it's reached out. And it's all anonymous. The posts are all anonymous. And then you go to a private uh, chat based type platform. And even you can go off of this and go to a different app too, or even go to text messaging. So a lot of what we're seeing with apps and social media right now is that with teen use anyway, it is driven by wanting popularity on there. So they want the high number of upvotes or the high number of hearts um, or whatever it might be. So you can see where this sort of um, posting could get almost addictive in in trying to post something better or funnier or more popular um, and and get the responses from that. And understand if your child is angry at you or, or is reaching out or wants to make new friends innocently, how they can do this anonymously on this Whisper app. And if they're angry at you, they can put a picture of an angry face or maybe people fighting in the background and they can make some sort of comment about how they they don't like the new rule that was just established or the fact that they took your phone away, their kid's phone away, or however they can describe it. And everything's 100% anonymous and they can start a huge discussion just based off that one whisper. And that's something that uh, predators online are absolutely going to latch onto, that vulnerability of putting your emotions out there and saying that you are hurt or you're angry or you're frustrated. Um, they're going to latch onto that and they're going to use that to sort of start to build some trust with you and with your child, I guess. And then... Um, then it might turn into a private messaging where they start to try to get other information, move them to a different platform, whether it's a different social media app or texting or something of that nature so that they can then get more information. Right. So commonsensemedia.org if you want more information on this app. And we got a case that we're going to kind of cover here in just a little bit on the Whisper app that I experienced myself. And then after that, we'll kind of talk about maybe some discussion points with this one sure. and how to report it too. So let's come back with that case in just a minute. Welcome back to the PKO podcast, Protect Kids Online or protectkidsonlinewi.gov is our website to go on. We're part of the Wisconsin Department of Justice Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force. I am Carl. I'm Dana. Welcome back. We're going to kind of touch back on that Whisper app that we just got done talking about. And 
when we talk about these whispers, it's all anonymous. It's all kind of how it's played out in the photo tied in with that chat. And one of the cases that came through uh, my office just recently uh, was about a, a male sexual predator that was reaching out to a 14-year-old female. And, and unfortunately, uh, there was a connection that was made and the 14-year-old female went against her parents' wishes, I'm assuming, <laughs> and uh, went to meet with this this sexual predator, this 42-year-old male who was posing as a 18-year-old male. And what happens was he, uh, of course, the 14-year-old female was not that. It was a group of investigators, part of the Wisconsin Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force that's out there trying to protect your kids. And uh, he did not know that. And he was consequently arrested when he went to the meet location. And, um, you know, during the interview, he talked about uh, how, you know, his sexual desire was for younger kids and how, he, the ease of use of this app um, and how nobody knows who he is and he can pose on whoever it was and, and how it's an addiction to go after these kids and it's a dangerous type of behavior that you have or that we're seeing out on the internet that is really kind of frightening. And, and honestly, when I look at these types of cases, it's not about the kids intentionally going out to do this. this. These kids are making mistakes by going on this stuff because they're not educated on it or their friends are doing it and they want to be cool too. And it's about the parents sitting down with them and understanding exactly what the kids are doing online. So I'm sure that you're all sitting out there listening to Carl's brief overview of this case and thinking, ew, and absolutely. Um, but we're providing this for you so that you can recognize some of these risks and so that we can also provide uh, resources and reporting information on what to do if you do see this stuff. So let's back up a little bit. And you said that he was posing as um, an 18-year-old on this website? As a male, yes. As a male. Yep. But it's anonymous, right? It is 100% anonymous. So what did you see on the post? So what, what he comes back with is, is the 14-year-old female creates a whisper, so it creates a post. It was a picture of a beach with a kind of a sunset background and, and a simple little saying on the front end of it. And that post then generated a response from this 42-year-old male who was posing as an 18-year-old male to try to meet with her and, and develop a friendship. So what started off the chat that lasted for about a month was a grooming period where hey, you look you know, beautiful today. He has no idea because he didn't send a picture. Mm. He's just saying that stuff to build up you know, self-confidence and, and to try to build a friendship, saying nice things, doing nice things, and, and that's called the grooming period in there. And then it you know, presumably goes to sex content. Hey, what do you like to do? Do you like to cuddle? Do you like to do this? Do you like to, have you ever had sex with somebody before? And the, the whole conversation, the whole chat kind of snowballs into something that uh, you don't want your 14-year-old daughter to be a part of at this point. Or and, son. Or son. And it, unfortunately, once they get involved in it, they get involved in it deep, and it can it can lead to sextortion. It can lead to embarrassment. It can lead to them f in fear. And or it can lead to that sense of feeling that maybe they don't have at home. They don't have a boyfriend. They don't have a girlfriend and they want to experience that because their best friend just had that or whatever feeling it would be. So then they turn into this whisper, this anonymous app, and it gives them that sense of feeling, that outside of reality type feeling that they want to experience that their friends are experiencing. And it ends up being Joe Creeper. That's a 42-year-old guy. And we want to make sure with these discussion starters, with these safety points, that you are the person that your child is coming to if they 
um, see something they're uncomfortable with, if they're feeling frustrated, if um, they see something online that they, they just don't know what to do with. We want you to be their contact person and not this person through Whisper. So were they private messaging for this whole month or did they maybe go off onto a different platform? No, they stayed on the Whisper platform they and they stayed on there and they were just chatting back and forth privately through the Whisper app and it developed into the meet. Um, essentially it was, hey, um, I am over on this side of town. I like to meet at this location. Could I pick you up there? And the 14-year-old female, which was actually investigators, said, yes, of course, we'd want to meet you there because we want to talk to you about this. And uh, <laughs> so then our arrest team gets situated up in, in a position and we eventually figured out who it was. And that person came to the meet location and was shocked that the 14-year-old female uh, was not there, and it was actually eight investigators from the Wisconsin Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force greeting him with a hello. And a lot of times, unfortunately, that's not the case, and we do see kids getting in these compromising situations, and that's why we want to share this safety information. We don't want to see any of our children in Wisconsin put into um, this sort of situation and manipulated into this sort of situation by these online predators. So we're sharing these um, kind of grooming techniques, these red flags, these indicators that you can recognize online, that you can talk to your kids about and teach them to recognize online. And then again, make sure that you're having these open dialogues so that they feel comfortable talking to you when they do see these red flags. It's never too late to get out of a conversation or get out of a situation. If they talk to you, they can figure out how to, um, you can figure out how to report it together. You can figure out how to get out of that situation together. And we'll talk about how to report it in, case, in the event that maybe you find your kid went too far or maybe your friend's kids got into something they shouldn't have. We'll talk about how you can report it and some avenues to take once that does happen. Okay, so we've been talking about Whisper and some case examples, I guess, that you came up with. Um, we mentioned some grooming techniques. We also want to give you that avenue to report. So if you do see this, we want you to be able to take action, not only so that um, you can make sure this doesn't continue to happen with your kids, but to make sure that this doesn't happen with other kids either. If this predator is doing this to your child, they are absolutely doing it to other kids around the state or the nation as well. Absolutely. And it just the internet doesn't stop at county, state, city lines. It, it goes throughout the world. So that's why it's, why it's called the uh, World Wide Web, WWW. And anything that's being exchanged, chats, images, anything that's being, you know, uploaded or downloaded onto the internet is accessible by anybody, any hacker that's out there. Anybody that is being anything that's being shared out there is accessible by anybody in the world. So understand that, you know, we're out here working, but so is the the ICACs in Illinois and Minnesota and Canada and Russia and all over the world. So if your kids do become a victim of something that goes on, and trust me when I say victim, you know, you're going to find the stuff on their computer, on their device, on their iPhone, whatever it is, and, and you're going to be angry. But they're truly they are a victim. They're exploring. They're young. You were young once, we were young once, <laughs> uh, we didn't have this technology, so that was a good thing, but uh, they do have it, and that's why in our intro of our whole podcast here, we are the protectors of the internet here with the Wisconsin Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force. We try to prevent these things from happening and try to prevent your kids from being victimized. It is really natural for your kids to be exploring and using this, this um, platform of the internet to kind of 
uh, take a look at what's out there and chat with different people and learn about different cultures and different things. Um, it is really normal. It's just a lot riskier because of the uh, very wide audience that there is out there. Um, so we do want to kind of remind you that if your child does come and talk to you about if they've made a mistake, if they've posted something that they regret, um, try not to get angry. Try to have an open discussion with them and make a decision about what you're going to do together. Um, and we're going to give you some ideas about what you can do and how you can respond to that. Um, but the reason you don't want to get angry is because you want them coming to you. If they don't come to you, they'll go to somebody else. And you don't know what that person will tell them as far as how to respond to this. So um, you can always report abuse on the website or on the app itself. There's always a report abuse button or a function on how to tell the app itself that something is happening that shouldn't be happening. Absolutely. And then the National Centers for Missing and Exploited Children uh, is part of the uh, internet that uh, monitors this type of stuff. And they do the cyber tip reporting, it's called. And Dana, you cover a little bit on cyber tips. Yeah. So cyber tips can be reported one of two ways. One by parents or community members, just the general public that is spending time online and comes across something that needs to be reported. So maybe it is um, sexual content in a chat with a minor. Maybe it's child pornography that's posted online somewhere. Anything of that nature uh, can be reported to the cyber tip line. Um, the other way that things get reported is through the actual electronic service providers themselves. So we'll, we will get reports um, that were submitted by Whisper, by some of these apps, by the websites, um, and they are recognizing content that's taking place that is wrong, and that's why they're submitting these. Uh, so the cyber tip line is something you can easily report to either by going to missingkids.org or calling 1-800-THE-LOST and they'll actually walk you right through the reporting process. Yeah, you're not speaking to an automated system. You're not sitting online trying to figure it out because, of course, you're going to have a mixed bag of emotions once you realize that your child is involved in this. So maybe just quickly clicking on a computer is not going to be what you want to do. You're going to want to physically talk to somebody. So you can call them 1-800-THE-LOST or missingkids.org if you don't feel comfortable calling 1-800-THE-LOST. Or uh, you can go on to protectkidsonlinewi.gov and we'll direct you to some other avenues too if you have something else going online than uh, what you really see. And both our website and the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children's website provides a lot of activities, a lot of discussion starters for you to use with your families and with your kids um, regarding online activities. So if you have something that you're concerned about and you don't know how to start the conversation, uh, these are really good ways to kind of um, get into those discussions and make that a, a very routine part of your life with your family and with your kids. And we're also on Facebook. We're also on Twitter. ProtectKidsWI.gov is the website we need to go to. ProtectKidsOnline.gov. Oh, I'm sorry. Boy, I can't even read, huh? <laughs> Jeez. ProtectKidsOnlineWI.gov. And go there, uh, submit your uh, questions to us, submit uh, any thoughts that you have about our podcast, go to iTunes and review our podcast. Also, give us uh, whatever stars you feel necessary, critique us, we're, we're able to take it, we have thick skin. Uh, you can be a, <laughs> a, a computer tough guy, whatever uh, that's called, where uh, you go online and you act like a tough guy. Um, and rate us on however you feel necessary, but we, we really do, we want your, we want your questions because... We're here to help you guys learn about what the kids are doing online from our statistics, from the statistics that are coming from the National Centers for Missing and Exploited Children. So we want to know also from the parents as to what's going on out in the world and so we can try to combat that too. And get you those resources that you need. So uh, tune in with us next time and stay safe.